guys and welcome back to another episode of coffee and apple juice the podcast y'all already know who i am i am aisha idea your host um the creator the producer the content whatever have you want to call it everything and all things coffee and apple juice i am her now y'all already know who this guy is he really don't need no introduction because he's literally like the go-to of coffee and apple juice like i don't really know how to explain it so with that being said reggie go ahead and introduce yourself as well as your platform and then we're gonna get right on into this week's episode what's good everybody i'm rez the prime minister one half of unapologetic the unapologetic the podcast also one half of aries talking sports um happy to be back thank you for having me on glad to see you back on the mic you know what? Um, so I'm going. Th- I'm going through a healing. I'm going through a little healing journey, right? So let me say. Let me say. Let me just tell y'all what happened. I have been asleep for a long time, and I finally woke up. Um, I'm not gonna go through no details on. I'm not gonna go in no, into no details. Just know. I have been asleep and now I'm woke. And so when going through this healing journey that I'm going through with myself, um, sometimes shit just not going to get done. Mm-hmm. And last week I was like, I'm, I'm not in a good space to record right now. So I'm not going to record. But then like this week, you know, as I go into my journey and I'm starting to heal and I'm just like seeing things for what it really is. I'm starting to, you know, just, Get, just I'm just going through the through the motions, right? But um, I was in a good space, so I was like, okay, let me get on the mic and talk my little five dollars worth of shit. So I do apologize, y'all didn't get no episode last week, and it was Mother's Day weekend, so I definitely wasn't really feeling it. Um, but I'm back, I'm here, so just be patient with me. Sue's going through some things, but she's trying to get it all together. Okay, okay. so. With that being said, um, I don't really have like a structured episode this week, but we're just going to talk about a lot of the things that's been going on in the past couple of weeks that I feel like I wanted to speak on. Um, first and foremost, let's start with Kevin Samuels. Now, if you guys do not know, um, Kevin Samuels did pass away about uh, was it last week or a week before uh, last? Two, two weeks ago now. About two weeks ago, he did pass away. Um, you know, rest in peace to him. Before I go into a conversation about Kevin Samuels, let me just say that I wasn't a fan of Kevin Samuels. And here's what I mean by that. I was subscribed to his YouTube and the per- the purpose of me subscribing to his YouTube was to potentially use some of his content as content for my show. So the the, the goal was subscribe to his YouTube, check out some of his ep- his videos, and then use what I saw as content and material for my podcast. Right? I subscribed to his YouTube, but I never really tuned in. Tuned in, like I made a 
it's the only time I really seen any of his content was mostly when it was coming across my news feed on social media, right? So it's like, even though I was subscribed to his YouTube, I wasn't really like tuning in faithfully like that. Um, I, I probably sat and maybe watched one episode from, and I've no, I've never watched a full episode of any of his, his shows or whatever, right? Um, but whatever the case may be, he did pass away and, you know, I'm sorry for his loss. I'm also extremely apologetic or not necessarily apologetic, but I really feel for his mom because she found out that her son passed away through social media. She wasn't even alerted by police or anything. She just so happened was on social media and that's how she found out her son passed away. And I thought that was extremely sad. And that made me think about the Kobe Bryant situation too. When he passed, a lot of people found, uh, you know, a lot of his close relatives found out through social media versus finding out from uh the police or whatnot i think that was kind of fucked up like i don't want to be on social media and join some tiktoks or join my news feed and then i find out one of my loved ones passed away but, you know what i'm saying that, but that's the society we live in everybody want to be the first one to break news and get some kind of notoriety notor uh, you know notoriety for it before letting the police do their job yeah i thought that was extremely sad i really hated that for her um but now let's get into let's let's really let's really kind of get into the situation right regardless of how evil how nasty how whatever you want to call it right what regardless of how the person may have been how are y'all rejoicing their death what is, what is wrong with the people that they're rejoicing this man's death like yes he had his opinions on how he felt about women mostly black women yes he had his way of delivering different information to um to the people but to rejoice his death like regardless of what his job was and the content that he gave us regardless of that that was still somebody's son and y'all out here posting and shouting and hollering how y'all glad he did I and talking about it extremely like yeah, disgusting and, and talking about his karma i don't think but, that that was karma but and, but that's what they're saying but not realizing you're sitting here happy and rejoicing someone's death that's your karma that's like karma, yeah. that's the beginning of your karma like i, I thought that was extremely Absolutely. disgusting Absolutely. now to the to the boys that's out getting this man tattooed on him i feel like that set y'all back a couple a couple points that set y'all back Mm. like i'm not finna get a Cam kevin samuels tattoo or i'm not finna get a you know i'm mm, teachers on uh, exactly teachers on i don't i don't believe in it at all you know i know people that got bob marley tattoos got nipsey hustle got kobe bryant tattoos i mean it's to each his own like I, i'm not getting nobody tattooed on me that's not anybody in my family right right um but now that we got, now that we on the subject of Kevin Samuels, let me, let's, let's go ahead and deep dive into this topic because I keep seeing this term all over social media and I don't know the full definition of it. So I'm going to ask you, Reggie, what is a pick me? Uh, a pick me is someone, so we'll use a woman, for example, um, or it could be a man, someone that goes with uh, an an opinion to well this is what they say someone that goes with an opinion so that they are 
I guess, trying to impress the the opposite sex. For instance, if you believed or you subscribed to some of Kevin, uh, what Kevin Samuels thought, then, you know, whether it was true or not, he can be like, you know what, women, y'all need to get y'all shit together. Um, a lot of y'all aren't doing what you're supposed to do. And you can be like, you know, he has a point. Someone would call you a pygmy. Okay, so when it comes to what you agree to or what you're agreeing with, um, but they use the term so loosely because it can be anything. Well, because my thing is, <coughs> excuse me, if if you're saying women, we y'all need to get y'all shit together, and I say, yeah, I agree. How can that make me a peak me? Because technically, it's a lot of women out here that really do need to get their shit together. Absolutely, but you can't. So there's a lot of women that it's you like, can't it's say It's almost that. like you picking and choosing. It's, it's, see, it's anything that you say about a, a genre of people, whether it be mm-hmm. men, women, black, white, Asians, Caucasians, whatever, there's always two sides to the coin. You got women You got women that's on their shit. You got women that need to get on their shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So it's like for for me to for somebody to say ladies it's a it's a lot of y'all really need to get on y'all shit and i say yeah i agree i'm not wrong because technically it is a lot of us that need to get on our shit exactly but but so um here's something that um it may move us in another direction of conversation i don't know here's something that um someone said uh, a couple weeks ago they said um women a lot of women have problems with self-accountability so with with that being said all right um how many women are you associated with or you know that that'd be like damn Aisha, I, I really need to get my shit together i'm like i'm i'm fucking up out here um i mean i say that to myself you say that to yourself but how many other hence, women hence have- the reason why i kind of take like if i'm not 100 with me Y'all going to know because that means I'm not putting out episodes. I'm falling back. Reggie, you may not hear from me. My tone may be different. Like I, like I'm my biggest critic. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm at a, I'm at a space in my life where I've become content with the money that I'm making with where I'm at. And so, and not to really go off topic, but my, my only goal was to own my, was to own a home. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't desire to be rich. I don't desire to be famous. I just wanted stability. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm at a point in my life where I kind of sort of got stability, but it's like, I'm also content and I'm stagnant. And it's like, I'm not going anywhere. It's like, I'm here. I wanted to be here and I'm here, but I should be wanting to move up and I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything to do that. Like I'm stagnant. So it's like, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm really trying to figure out, okay, what is my next step? Because I wanted to own a home. Now I own my home. Mm -hmm. I wanted to move up in my job. I moved up in my job. So Mm -hmm. it's like, what's next for Aisha. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I can't, I can't speak for a lot of other women, but I know with myself, I do hold myself accountable. Now, if we're talking about women in relationships, you know, you was wrong, but you don't hold yourself accountable. No, 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 no. Just in general. We're talking about women in general. Yeah, like, like, like you just have a casual conversation with your homegirls and like, um, they may, they might not be, I mean, so everyone, I guess, idea or perception of doing good for myself is different, but Mm -hmm. you might, like, you might think to yourself, like, 
oh, my girl need to get her shit together. Like she just out here fucking whoever, however, having babies by all these niggas and just like, she just like, you know what I'm saying? But she might tell you like, nah, I like my shit's together. But you know, on the outside looking in, everybody say that and and um, she may not I mean, have her shit together. But it's it really subjective. depends on what her that definition of having her shit together is. You right, know? exactly. But so, so if I was to say that, like women, y'all need to get y'all shit together. Um, there, there, you probably out of out of ten, nine of them gonna be like, um, this nigga don't know what he's talking about. I got my shit together, and you can be looking at a like you can be the 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 tenth woman, and you like you know what he is right because I'm not like like I wanted this, I wanted that, and I got mm-hmm. it. But now I'm just, you know, in a standstill. Like I need to readjust my focus and like, okay, accomplish some more goals and, you know, ch- hit check marks now. You know what I'm saying? So out of that 10, you're the only woman that's like really in touch re- with reality saying, you know what? I'm not where I really want to be. But you can be in a better position than the other nine women. Yeah. But, but yeah, they are yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they are like, I don't know who the fuck he think he talking to. And, you know, and you agreeing with me and they're calling you a pick me. So basically a pick me is someone who agrees with the unpopular opinion. Yeah, I guess that'll be a better way to put it. And you can be both man and woman to be a pick me. Yeah. I, but it's, I well, feel like a lot of the scenarios more. that I've seen, it, it was mostly women, right? That was, that's just what I was going to say. Like a lot of the stuff that I see about pick me's, it'd be mostly women and it'd be mostly women categorizing these women as pick me's. Um, and you it, can it, agree with men. And, and I'm just going to say that a lot of the topics or a lot of the situations be involving women agreeing with a lot of the things that men are saying, but it's like, I've noticed over, over the years with social media, we're getting to a point where women we feel as women, we have put ourselves on this pedestal and it's almost, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't, but at the same time, it's almost like no more. now social media and people have put, have put uh, relationships where it's all about the woman. It ain't about the man. It's all about the woman. So I'm, I may come off as a pick me with what I'm about to say. <laughs> um, so, and, it, and it's to the point where a lot of people or a lot of women you know, they out here looking for a man who going to do for them, do for them, do for them. But then when he say, okay, well, I need you to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's a whole uproar. You mm. know, what did... Um, I need to hit my air horns. My shit ain't connected, but whatever. <laughs> it's a whole uproar. So uh, what's the quarterback, football player, Carolina Panthers? Oh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. So he was just in the news. Um, what he say? A lot of bitches claiming to be bad bitches, but can't cook a full course meal or some shit. He said, "I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to quote him word for word because I can't remember what he said." But the women was in an uproar. Right now, his his actions and his words don't match because he's basically saying how he don't want a bad bitch, but he went and got a stripper pregnant. Is she a bad bitch to a certain extent? But I don't really know the depth of their relationship. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But. It's, it's like we don't value the opinion of men anymore. Men can't get on social media or on any platform and speak their mind on how they feel about women because the women is going to have an uproar. And it's mostly the women who a lot of the shit really don't apply to that have the most to say. The, on, the only 
the only opinion of men that seems to be valued is if it's dogging men, if it's a uh, Derek Jackson, if it's a um, you know one of these relationship experts that are mm-hmm. that are only focusing on telling women like um, these men are good. Yeah, you exactly. Those are the only those are the only opinions that matter. Yeah. So I'm. I want to stay neutral. Like I, I can see both sides of the coin. Yes, it's some men out here that ain't shit. But mm-hmm. ladies, it's some women out here that ain't shit. Half of y'all got kids by a nigga, and a whole nother nigga think he the daddy. Um, don't start sounding like a pick me now, because you see, and you, that's you're what not I'm supposed saying. to say that. You're you not see supposed what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like you're, you're right. It, can we can we really can we really turn our nose up at pick me's? Because a lot of the shit that the a lot of the opinions that these men be expressing, they really do be making sense. If mm-hmm. a man want a woman that can cook and clean, that's his preference. We can't knock him for that. Because mm-hmm. I want a man that can work and make money. I want a man that can pay all the bills. Or I want a man that can do this and do that. So it's like, can we really be mad that men are out here? with their own opinions or their own preferences and that's really what a lot of the a lot of the arguments that i be seeing when it comes to the pick me's it be men expression expressing their preference what they want in a woman and women who may not meet those preferences so now you mad because you know you ain't gonna be his type exactly they have something to say about it Mm -hmm. so yeah i may come off as a pick me right now i'm sorry but you know hey I'm I'm just seeing it. I'm calling it like it is. I'm not finna sit here and sugarcoat nothing. I'm not finna sit here and make like I'm I'm ladies, I'm for y'all, trust and believe, but we're not finna, we're not finna do this 2022. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. It's time for us to stand up and take accountability for a lot of the roles that we play in a lot of these situations that take place when it comes to our men. You know. If you need to get your shit together, you need to get your shit together, you know, right. period. But it's also your thought process. If you can afford to go out every night at the club and your kids, is, you know, whatever, if you feel like your shit together because you can be able to do that, that's your thought process. We can't argue with you because mm. a lot of times we be comparing another person's situation to our situation and it's two different situations. Right. You see what I'm saying? So somebody may feel like I ain't got no car, but I still get in where I go. So I'm good. Yeah. Whereas some people may be like, well, I can't get nowhere without no car, you know? So it's like, just because one plus one equals two or one plus three equals four, that don't mean two plus two don't equal four either. We just, it's just, it's looked at different. Right. But, um, so yeah, I was just curious as to what a pick me was because I keep seeing the term thrown around. I'm not sure if Kevin Samuels came up with that or where it originated from. But I was, I just wanted to know, you know, where exactly what it meant, because I keep seeing it being thrown around mm-hmm. and I never really knew the full definition of what it really meant. Somebody called me a pick me one time and at, at first I ain't feel no type of way because I ain't know what the fuck it meant. But now that I know what it meant, I'm trying to think of what the conversation was. I can't even remember what the conversation was, but I, if y'all want to call me a pick me, y'all can. I mean, you know, um, I don't really see myself as a pygmy, but I ain't finna sit here and if if the shoe fit, put that bitch on and wear. Cause clearly that's basically what it is. A right. pygmy that's telling y'all if the shoe fit, wear it. That's really what it sounds like to me. 
And that's what I mean. But it's always like that. But like you said, like like we said, you can't really say anything negative about a woman these days. Um, you can't you can't have an opinion or the opinion. You can say anything you want about man. Um, you can't tell a woman what she can do or should do. Hell, um, um, here's a conversation I'm going to have tomorrow that I'm confused on. Um, how is a woman supposed to treat a man? Because I was talking to a homegirl and she was like, yeah, her son is like eight or nine. She said, yeah, we're going to go on a date, you know, a mother, mother, son date. And, um, you know, he, he's going to use his allowance, you know, I, I, and I'm, of course I'm giving him money, but I'm letting him pick the place, do this, do that, da, 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 all our, you know, what we're going to do, you know, and, um, basically it's teaching him how to treat a woman, how to take a woman out on a date. And I'm like, well, he's eight or nine. Like, does he really need to know that? I mean, I, I, I do feel like it's too soon, but then at the same time, is it too soon to really instill those type of values into your children? But that's subjective too. So how does it look? So, so what does a man, if, if I say, hey, I'm going to take my eight-year-old, nine-year-old daughter on a date and, and show her how she should treat a man or act like, or act Or how you should show man. her how a man is supposed to treat her. So who is teaching these women how... See, that's what I'm saying. So your is, question is it just is, a man? Is it just a man that's supposed to act a certain way? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. No. So you're basically asking who is teaching women how to treat men? Right. Or or I mean, is it just a one one-way street? It's not necessarily a one-way street. Me personally, I learned from experience. Um I, I learned from experience. Um, but also see, I'm a communicator. That's one of my love languages. So I want to know what you like, what you don't like. How I like, I'm, I'm very observant, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like a lot of stuff I'm, I learned from experience. I really, I've, I've, I know how my mom treat my stepdad, you know, when they was together, I, I watched that, mm-hmm. but ultimately I learned from experience, but I'm also the type where, Baby, if you don't like the way I'm doing something, I need you to communicate with that with me because if you don't tell me, I won't know. Absolutely. I'm one of them too. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like, if a man is upset with the way he's being treated and he's not speaking on it, how she's supposed to know? Because you got to keep in mind, I'm coming into this relationship loving you the only way I know how to love. So if mm-hmm. I need to love you a different kind of way, I need you to let me know that. And if not, uh, or at the most, teach me and guide me because I'm loving you the way I feel like you should be loved. But the way I want to love you and the way you want to be loved may be two different things. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So two plus two equals four, but one plus three equals four too. We got to keep that in mind. So so here's something else. A man is looked at as knowing, coming into a situation, he should already know how to treat a woman or how to love a woman. The way he treated and loved on his other woman, she liked it this way, may not be the same way. Aisha likes it. So right. you have to show and teach him this man. A lot of women are like, I shouldn't have to teach a nigga nothing. How to love a woman. They should well, already know how to love so, a woman. And you you definitely have a point. And I'm I'm at a point. Okay, so in a past situation, I made it clear how how I wanted him to handle me. Mm-hmm. I make it clear what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. If I see, if I see something and i don't like it i make it clear because i need you to you don't know how to love me because this is your first encounter with me you don't know how to love me absolutely so 
I know that going forward, I need to to teach you and guide you on how to love me mm-hmm. because you're going to come in loving me like how you loved your last. Mm-hmm. And they may not work, they may not work for me. Right. And then vice versa. I don't want to love you on how I love my last. I want to learn how to love you. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't think a lot of, I don't think a lot of people, and I'm, I'm not just talking about men or women. I'm talking about men and women. I don't think a lot of us take stuff like that into consideration. No, you know but it's saying? only one, one sector that thinks I shouldn't have to teach. That's a grown man. I shouldn't have to teach him anything. I shouldn't have to show. I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't have to tell a nigga how to fuck me. Uh, so it's certain, uh, it's certain ass, hold on pause, because it's certain stuff we shouldn't have to teach you. Mm. We shouldn't have to teach you to be a gentleman to open doors you know the no, the, the that, basics that, that's, that's I don't... different everyone has their different my, my my youngest daughter i hate to cut you off my youngest daughter her mother has a different idea of, of being a gentleman i i always open doors um but she thought that was corny she like listen i could have I, we could have both we could have been driving off by now instead of you walking around here to open the door and then walk back over there we could have been pulled off like let me get in the car but there's other things that she said, hey, this is what a gentleman should do for me, or, you know, or should do. So it's still all subjective. It is. But like I said, she told you how she wants you to love her. Mm-hmm. And that means you don't have to open her door. So then going forward, you know, that opening her doors is not something that y'all going to fall out about because she already expressed that she don't really care for you to open her door. So moving out of that relationship into another relationship, you're kind of, I'm not going to say programmed, but you are kind of programmed. You're used to not opening doors. So so now, okay, that's something that you got to find out. You know, that's just something. When it comes to relationship, it's all a learning process from the beginning to the end. You're going to learn things about your partner Mm -hmm. seven years into the relationship Mm -hmm. versus the shit that you're learning, you know, the first couple of months. Mm -hmm. But the first couple of months sets the pace and the tone. Definitely does. So if, Definitely if, you're, does. If, if anybody, and I, I hate to just say women, whether you're a man or a woman, if you're under impression, like this is like basic, like shit, I shouldn't have to tell nobody this or teach them that you, I mean, you could be really missing out on a good relationship because that person you may could. not know. You can tell them, okay, listen, baby, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. I notice this, whatever else, and do it in the most simplest politest way you know without making it an argument and you know problem solved instead of walking around with the attitude of um this nigga don't know how to treat a woman or she don't know how to xyz you mm-hmm. know so fuck this shit so i feel like we have been programmed to think that relationships are supposed to fit like cookie cutter like ready made yep. they supposed to we supposed to come in and just love each other and that's it you know, or it's supposed to just already be like, that's not how it is. So like getting back into the dating scene and I call myself dating this guy. We have to, I have to keep in mind that I'm attracted to people that's not like me. Mm-hmm. I'm loud. I'm wrong bunches. I'm, you know, I'm just a ball of fire. And I call myself being attracted to a guy who was the complete opposite. So it's like, where I want you to communicate with me and tell me what's going on with you, he's okay with being closed off and not really wanting to talk about his feelings and shit like that. You know, where I'm used to somebody texting me all day long, he ain't the type to really do a whole lot of texting and talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that that was, I ain't like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would get mad 
because I need you to communicate with me. I need you to talk to me. I need you to text me. I need you to call me. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. And it's like, he wasn't getting it, but I, I wasn't thinking that Aisha, he not the type to do that. So you really can't get mad because he not that tight. Or was it just that, he, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just situations like that, you know? Right. Now I'm an overthinker, so I don't want to think, well, maybe he's just not that tight with you because they don't like you. I don't want to think that because everybody love me. But whatever the case may be, we just going to assume he's just not that tight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, you know, when it comes to dating and when it comes to getting into relationships, we really have to be mindful of the the person that we're, we're potentially dating. You know, you can't just assume that because you like it, they like it. You can't just assume that because he may come off as that type of person that he know how to handle you. Right. A lot of people don't. Now, when women say a man's supposed to know how to fuck me, that's more so that's more so of a sex preference type. Yeah, but that's more of a. mm, I mean, I rather. I'm okay with guiding my partner into how to do me if if you want to be pleased you should you should be okay with it and then if they can't do it from there from how you explained it or told them then there could be you know something else after that you know how how do you fix it what's the issue but i mean it's it's almost like a damn damned if you don't damn if you do because if you if you come into if he comes into the relationship um and he's gonna fuck he's fucking you like he was fucking his ex you might be like, hold on, nigga. I don't, I don't know who told you all, all. I like all this fast, right. short, pump shit. Like, no, nigga. We're like, not even that, but he may be a little bit more experienced, so he may do some things that you ain't never tried before. You may not be ready for it. She may not be ready for that. Or yep. Yep. I may be more experienced and may want to try some things that he ain't never tried before, and he may not be ready for that. You see what I'm saying? So it's like... Sex is one of those learning things too. Once y'all, I feel like when the, if the vibe is right and y'all really connected to really go there with the, with each other physically, y'all can kind of work it out and kind of catch the tone, catch each other's tone to a certain extent. But I mean, I'm not saying that. Do you think part, every, men, what? I was about to say, do you think men are really granted that opportunity to go through that learning phase with a woman? Um, I, I don't think that they want to admit that they should. Men, you don't think that men want to admit that they should? I don't think that men want to go into a sexual relationship with someone and express that they're not that experienced and that they want to learn. Um, well, no, I don't know. I take that back because I had a partner um, who was like, he, he, he was, his main goal was to learn me. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because he was paying attention to things that I wasn't paying attention to. And it's like, now I start to pay attention to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like he would notice how my body would change in certain positions. He would notice how wetter I would get in certain positions or when he mm-hmm. did certain things. And it was things I didn't even really notice, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I mean, you have those guys that are attentive when it comes to mm-hmm. love making and sex and things like that. And then you have those who they just in it for themselves. How many, I mean? how many, how many, how many women do you think want to teach a man? I don't oh. think a lot. I feel like it's the I feel like the the percentage of women that want to teach or that is willing to teach a man is less 
than the percentage of women who are expecting men to come in and I already know how to please Why? them. Why though? And I think that's more so of a brainwash thing. Like, you know how to fuck. You ain't no virgin, so you supposed to know how to come in here and fuck me. You know, because I remember for a long time, I felt like because I was so aggressive and like dudes supposed to already know how to come in and handle me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I learned that all dudes ain't experienced in handling that type of woman that I was. Okay. So it's like, I feel like a lot of women have a fascination with rough sex. And so they just assuming that that's how the sex supposed to be right mm-hmm. off the gate. But I've grown to like a mixture, speed it up, slow it down. Yeah. Choke me, but slow stroke mm-hmm. me at the same time. Look okay. me in my eyes, but you can still call yeah. me a bitch, you know, a little shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And then you have some women that's like, look, uh, look, 10, me 15, and get it over with. Yeah, 10, 15, 15 minutes, yeah. I'm good. Right, yeah, no. And you have some yeah, that's nah. like, nigga, 20 Take minutes, that was it. Yeah, yeah 20 that's minutes, just that was the fourth way. Like, so, yeah, I mean, like, it's different strokes for different folks. It really just depends on who you're dealing with. And that's, that's what comes with getting to know who you're dealing with, pretty much. Um... But yeah, so that's that on that. At the end of the day, we need to keep in mind that we dealing with, when it comes to dating or just getting in a relationship with somebody, they learn them. Because ultimately, that's really what a relationship is. To me, it's the learning process. I have to learn you. I have to learn who I'm dealing with, just just like they need to learn who they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't open to learning. A lot of people already think that they have it, like, it's a man. It's a woman. They all men like this. All women like this. So mm-hmm. I already got the manuscript for it. Yeah, which is not the case. Yeah, because I remember um, dealing with this guy, and I would notice that I was always mad because the shit just wasn't going the way I envisioned. Mm-hmm. But it was ultimately ultimately because I didn't really know who I was dealing with. Okay. You know, so like where I'm expecting us to go out on dates and do shit every other weekend or two two times a week or something, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He not that type. Or I was the type that wanted to stay in the house and he wanted to go out. You see what I'm saying? It's like, right. I feel like my person is my complete opposite. My person is going to provide to me what I lack. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like in, in the areas of what I where I feel like I lack, I feel like my person is going to be that and help me in those areas. So like, for example, um, if I have if I had issues with money, saving money or just mm-hmm. spending money repulsively or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like my person is gonna come in financially educated and provide the tools to help me save money. You see what I'm saying? The like, true so definition I, of a helpmate. What's yeah. a helpmate? A help helpmate. What Someone that, that um helps and completes you in areas that you're weak in and vice versa. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I feel like my person is going to come in and provide that. He's gonna mm-hmm. be a helpmate. So, like anywhere I like, so like I'm a I'm I'm emotionally detached from a lot of things in my life. So I feel like my person will come in and help me attach emotionally to a certain extent um 
So I just, I don't know. So I just feel like I'm not looking for nobody like me. I don't think. I ain't really looking for nobody like me. Mm. I I desire to be with my opposite. But like I've been dealing with somebody that's just like me. And that shit been dope. It's been fun as fuck. Well, yeah. I mean, sharing some of the same um likes is is good. I mean, but. It's really also, the humor. Yeah. Like the, the fact that end. we laugh at the same shit is what get mm-hmm. it for me. Um. So I don't know. It's I'm not no relationship expert, y'all. I'm talking about shit that I done learned from all my failed relationships, okay? But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... Best way to learn is through failure. Most of the times. Yeah. Something in me want my person to be my opposite, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I'm dealing with somebody just like me and the shit kind of fun low-key. Like, we both be wanting to put on clothes and go out and drink and, you know, sit down and chill, do wine, do movies, do dinners. We, like, we just enjoy a lot of the same stuff. And then we're both, um, I don't know, it's just like, we just kind of click a little bit. Like, so it's like, I, I get it. I get it. But then it's like, I feel like my person is my opposite. The mm. complete opposite of me. So where I'm a ball of fire, he's a bottle of water. You know that that could be bad too because you you already have a, a preconceived notion or idea of the 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 perfect person for you, and so you're always going to look for that. And it I think it it'll make you tend to overlook the actual perfect person for you that may not be what your idea of it is so let me say this i have comp- so at one point i was i called myself wanting a date i'm done with dating i don't want to date mm-hmm. i ain't looking for no boyfriend because i feel like the way i'm gonna find my boyfriend is by him being my friend first mm. that's how i feel like i'm gonna find my boyfriend mm-hmm. right so i'm done with dating i just want to be friends mm-hmm. i just want to be let's go hang out Mm-hmm. Let's go get drinks and show me what about this girl ass that you feel like it is just, I don't know. I just want to be friends with a nigga. I don't care to be no, I don't, I'm not looking. So before when I see a guy and I thought he was handsome and I start, we exchange numbers or whatever the case may be. I'm looking at the qualities of you being my boyfriend. That's why casual sex don't work for me because anybody that I pursue, I'm thinking in my mind, you could be my boyfriend. You see what okay. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm done with it. I ain't looking for no boyfriend no more. I don't, I don't, des- I, I don't know what it was like a light switch just went on and off. I don't desire to have to, 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 to pursue anybody to be my boyfriend anymore. I don't, I no longer have that desire. What I want now is I want a friendship where I'm going to get to know somebody. Cause I really feel like my boyfriend or whoever I end up with our relationship is going to bloom from a friendship. Mm, okay. So I don't have no desire to date no more. I'm not dating anymore. Um, my dating app is deleted. Um, anybody that I was dealing with on that type of level have kind of sort of just diminished. It is. So how do you get to that level? 
Get to of, what level? Of the friend, the, the friend part. So how do you how do you determine, okay, me and this person are going to be friends and whatever happens from there, you still have to meet these people. I mean, well, you know, I meet friends at work. I don't go nowhere. <laughs> Aisha, man, Aisha is boy, boy, boy. No, nah, but so um well I don't know if you've been keeping I don't know if you've been keeping up with my social media, but I've really been outside these past couple of weeks. So I saw you the other day you was asked where that I told you come to, let's go to Atlanta. You could I'm actually thinking about driving down there Thursday. Will you babysit me Thursday or Friday? I got you, man. You got shit there. to do? I don't got nothing. Okay, well, I'm gonna drive down there Thursday. I think I'm coming to Georgia Thursday. Oh god, man. Well, you gonna well, you gonna come here to Augusta? Yes. Come on. Come on. Okay. And just babysit me till I decide to leave. Yeah. Okay, but listen. So, like, I've, I've been asked. And see, that's another thing, right? Like, I feel like I've wasted so much time trying to, like, find this person to be in a relationship with that I've been missing out. It's shit to do outside. It is. It's new niggas outside. It's, <laughs> listen, I'm outside this summer. I have no desire to really date. Like, I feel like I be so wrapped up in the shit that I see on social media. And it's like, oh my God, they got they couple goals, quote, quote. You know, they doing this, they doing that. I want that. Right. No, I no longer desire to what I, I feel like a lot of my desires when it comes to relationships came from shit that I done seen somebody else have. And it's like, I want that for myself. But it's like a lot of these couple goals, relationships, we... It be shit going on behind closed doors we don't be knowing about. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? So we too busy paying attention to other people's yard. Yeah. Instead of focusing the water right. in our own damn grass. Exactly. So I'm on a journey of healing. I no longer desire to really date anyone. Um, it's maybe I might got one or two people in my phone who if they decided to shoot their shot, I might let it go in but at the same time i'm kind of cool on it like i'm i really just want to enjoy my summer i want to enjoy hanging out with my home girls i want to enjoy being outside i i love going to sleep at night knowing that ain't nobody cheating on me i love going to sleep at <laughs> night knowing that i ain't out here getting played and out here looking stupid behind no nigga like i'm just i just want to enjoy being outside this summer i want to enjoy being single um, I don't fold my laundry no way. So it's, I'm never sleeping alone. Mm. I never sleep alone. So I'm, I got a bed full of clothes right now. If I feel like I need somebody to lay behind me, I'll just push my clothes up. Like I, I, I just don't have no desire to be in a relationship right now. You know, being outside attracts new niggas too though. And that's fine. I need new, I need new dinner dates and hey, let's go catch a movie. Me and my homeboy just went and rode go-karts the other day. That shit was dope as fuck. And I loved it. Like, and it's, it's like, I'm, I'm just okay with just having friends. Like. I got a question for you. Okay. If you suggest to one, to one of them, to one of them men. My hey, friend. Yeah. Okay. Hey, let's let's do something. Let's go out. Let's go. Let's go to a movie or let's let's go get something to eat. Do it all the time. Your suggestion, right? When it, when, it the, when, when the check comes, do you expect them to pick it up? I took my sneaky link on a date a couple weekends ago. Well, I mean, I mean, let's. <laughs> we're not going. We're not going. We're not going to classify it as a date. Well, I'm just, <laughs> well, you just, and you're right because it. Let's, it yeah. mm, 
Let's say you, yeah. you, felt, you felt like getting out the house. Hey, let's go get something to eat real quick or let's go catch a movie or something. So I got a homeboy. We ain't never, we ain't never really, we ain't never took it there. Never. It, mm-hmm. We've never had a sexual attraction to one another. Or if he mm-hmm. did, he never spoke on it. If I did, I never spoke on it. So we're friends, right? Mm-hmm. And I can go sit in a restaurant and eat by myself any day of the week. I have no right. problem with that. But you know, every now and again, you might just want to enjoy somebody else's company. Mm-hmm. So I called him all like, what you doing? He was like, no, I'm leaving the gym. I like, bet I'm finna go pick us up something to eat. Meet me at the restaurant. I, you know, I got it. Um, and you know, that's what it was. We sat down, we ate, we chilled, you know, <clears throat> talked about shit, and that was it. So so me, I'm the type of person, I genuinely appreciate my friends, whether they be male or female. Mm-hmm. I love being around guys who don't over-sexualize me, who don't sexualize me at all. You know, to be in the presence of a man and just enjoy hanging out with friends and not have to worry about if you feel like you got to give this man something at the end of the day. Like, right. I enjoy being, I, gen- I genuinely enjoy my guy friends. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to your, when it comes to my guy friends, who paid don't matter because we just friends. So we ain't even on that type of time. So it's like, I be helping these niggas pick up girls and everything. I be like, Hey, this is my brother. And he think you cute. He wants your number. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I genuinely enjoy did my friendship. It did. Well, it did for him. Cause I put him on to the girl at my job. Mm. Okay. So Okay. But you know, I genuinely enjoy my guy friends. Um, and like I say, especially when there isn't a sexual attraction or when we just we we understand that we're just friends, mm-hmm. is we're not looking to take it. No, you know what I'm saying? Like I just I genuinely value those type of friendships. And um, I actually have those friendships with some of the guys that I used to potentially date and be in relationships with. Like I I don't yeah, I, I'm at a point where I'm not overstepping boundaries when it comes to my guy friend relationship. So, yeah, that makes I don't mind paying for it. So. That should make that make that makes it complicated. Or I don't mind paying for the dinner, or the date, or whatever. Now, no, I was just curious, you know, as as you know, being the one that suggested, because I mean, I, I've I've been in those situations before, you know. Um, hell, I I went out what like two three weeks ago, and um, it was she was like. Hey, when am I gonna see you? And I was like, Well, I mean, when do you have time? She was like, Tonight. I was like, All right, and, you know. But I was I was doing this little fast, so I was like, Well, I'm doing a fast. I'm not really gonna eat nothing, you know. I might, you know, it's just a, like a one day fast. But we went out, you know. She had a little something to eat or whatever. I drank some water. You know, we had a great conversation. The bill came. Like I said, I ain't touched shit. <laughs> and she was just looking at it like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, here go your bill. I'm like, needless to say, I ain't like, nah, nah, I ain't, I'm not about to be nobody fool, babe. Yeah, well, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to my guy friends, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind. But like, me neither. But don't make goes, me feel like I have to or I, I was, should. But I was just gonna say that goes to the basic things that are instilled in men because. If I, if I call you and say, Reggie, let's go get something to eat. You know, I got it. Don't worry about it. But you mm-hmm. may be the type of man where you're going to pay for it anyways because that's just how you are. Exactly. But so don't make me feel like I need... You're like, obligated to. Yes, right. Yes. So, and that, that's what that's what kind of happened this weekend. So, I unexpectedly, my kids ended up 
I had the house to myself this weekend. So I called my guy friend. I'm like, what you doing? Let's go get something to eat. Or let's go. No, I said, let's go go bowling. He was like, well, I'm out to eat right now with my, you know, with my family, you know, so I ain't going to mm-hmm. be able to make it. I was like, all right, cool. So I had already chumped it up. Like, I'm just going to chill in the house or whatever. And then like an hour later, he called me and was like, I ended up getting free. So let's go do something. So I like, you want to go get something to eat? He was like, no. So we was gonna, we ended up going to the gun range. The gun range ended up closing early. So we found a little go-kart place. Now, when it came time to pay, he was like, you got it. And I was like, no, you invited me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he paid for it, it wasn't no issue. But I was like, well, shit, if you need me to cash app you back, like I can pay for my own, you know, it's, it's nothing. He was like, yeah. nah, you just pay for dinner. I'm like, all right, bet. So it's like, he paid for the, he paid for us to go go-karting and then I paid for dinner. It was nothing, like it wasn't nothing, oh, well, you the dude, so you supposed to pay. It wasn't that type of situation. But I do feel like because you initiated us going out at this point, right. you should mm-hmm. be the one to pay. Now, if I'm mm-hmm. initiating, depending on who you are, I have no problem with paying. Like I said, with my sneaky link, he had took me out on a date one weekend. So the next weekend, he wanted to go out again, or I wanted to go out. I had some clothes I wanted to put them on. So I was like, bet, let me take you, let me, let's go get something to eat. I want to try this restaurant out. We went to the restaurant. He enjoyed himself. I enjoyed himself. I had no problem paying. Um, and then we went um, into this, I don't know, I don't feel, I don't feel alone, this little wine spot we got here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. We went to a little wine spot, bought a bottle of wine, sat there, chilled, drunk the wine, and it was good. You know, so it's like, I ain't, I'm not desperate for it. I don't have plenty of niggas pay for my food, right. buy me drinks, take me out, you know, but at the same time, if I'm initiating it, I don't mind paying either. You know, I don't, I'm not one of them that's not going to take my man out on no date. That's not gonna, you know, I'm not one of them because I want my man to know that he's appreciated for what he do just as much as I show my appreciation or he show his appreciation for what I do. So okay. I'm not going to be one of them who feel like the man has to pay for everything. The man has to do this and do that. I'm not one of them. Cause baby, you show me how to work this lawnmower and I get out there and cut the grass my damn self. Now had, had Aisha a year and a half, two years ago would have been like, no, nah, I ain't paying for shit. I ain't mowing no lawn. I'm not fixing no tire, no, none of that. That's the man's job. But it's like now I, I, I'm seeing through a different lens. So it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, the goal, whatever the goal is, it don't matter who doing what, as long as we reach the goal, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. that's that on yeah. that. That's how I feel about that. Just like with these gender roles and <laughs> paying, paying all the bills, Girl, the goal is to make sure the lights don't get cut out. It don't give a fuck who pays. I always have a roof over our head so that these kids can have somewhere to stay. It doesn't matter who pays it. I'm with you. Um, do you, I don't. It just seems like we black people are the only people, and not even that. Um, the class under the wealthy. And on down, and the only people that worry about that, I think like we don't, nobody else cares about that shit because it's, it's all about uh, making it making it happen and getting it done. This is how I, I ultimately I feel like that topic, who pays what bills, I feel like that's that's a continuous topic because these niggas can't afford to be in relationships. Niggas can't afford to be in relationships with women where they're paying all the bills and they maintaining the household like that. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Yeah, that's that's the topic. That's what we're going to talk about. Let's go ahead and talk about that. 
you don't have this problem in a lot of up like I'm just gonna say white people a lot of white people don't have these issues because the white man can't afford to do everything he can afford to pay the mortgage and all the bills while the wife stay home take care of the house tend to the kids I disagree I might disagree too because I really feel like I'm just talking but I feel like in a lot of situations a lot of men just can't afford it well, and that's why the argument is never going to die down because you got men who can't afford afford it, keeping topics like this relevant. Okay, so let's let's look at let's look at it through this lens. All right, and I could so definitely check me if I'm wrong because I could be wrong, but I feel like that's I feel like that's ultimately that's how I see it. Well, the way the world and 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 bills and inflations and gas prices and uh, food shortages and all this other shit is set up. Um, it more like more than likely it takes a two income household to be you know good unless you're unless you're a millionaire you're rich or you're making you know 150 dollars a year or more you know what i'm saying um we have a, a lot of us live a lifestyle that you know we can't afford we can't afford um we live above so, our means so, so you let if we look at this this white family and this black family um his white family may not care about Jordans. Um, mm-hmm. She may not care about bags and um, bundles and all this other shit. So their money and expenses are going towards other things. They may not even, they, they probably don't even care about hitting the clubs and bottles and all the other, you know what I'm saying? Like none of that shit. I used to one, I used to like, it always confused me how married people's sex life go down the drain once they mm-hmm. get married. And it's because they it's like they got to get up and go to work the next morning they give a fuck about shit like that they want to make sure that they're punctual and that they have the energy and whatever it is that they need to have a productive work day mm-hmm. so it's like married people only have sex on the weekend they only mm-hmm. go out once a month you know and i'm just going off of shit i see on tv so i could be wrong i ain't <laughs> never been married a day in my life but it's like you're right. We we value so we our values and views on life is totally different. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Mm-hmm. So we see the white kids at school in the Jeepers, but his college is already put up in the savings. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, she 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 they don't give a fuck about clothes and bags and shit like that mm-hmm. because they got actual money in their savings account. Mm-hmm. you know where we we live in paycheck to paycheck but we in the club every saturday and we mm-hmm. in line for the joy and they got a savings you see you what know, i'm saying yeah i've never seen any any of the white people on my timeline white co-workers white friends ever make a post and say my child don't want for nothing and taking a picture of them walking out the store or in a car and got the box of the newest jordans open i only see black people do that a lot of a lot a lot of uh a lot of people black people my baby don't want for nothing but what is that they like you said this white person already got this college fund and tuition shit set to the side yeah and it's, but, i just feel like i don't know i feel like we've been led astray for so long it's just it's just brainwashed in, in us to to quote unquote shit on everybody else to a certain extent and try um, to fit in. 
not net, try to fit in, but also to try to stand out because we want everybody yeah. to think we doing better than them, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. that whole mentality, that crabs in a bucket mentality, you know, yeah. me, anybody who know me, y'all already know, I don't give a damn about no motherfucking joy. Mm-hmm. Don't give damn damn. If you got a sales tag on it, baby, that's, that's where we at. That's where we at. When I bought, when I bought my house, when I actually literally signed the paperwork and walked into my house and I own this house, my thought process changed tremendously. Cause it's like a lot of shit that I used to give a fuck about or that I used to get go go bug wild about. I actually got some shit to lose. I ain't tripping over no Jordan or being at this event or that event. Cause half of y'all living with somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my thought process changed. My kids I already know. I tell my girls, the girls can get away with Jeepers as long as they dressed it up cute. Now, my oldest son, he probably the only one that I probably really pay full price for a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. But like my youngest son, if they light up and he want them, that's what the fuck I'm buying. And I feel like that's the mentality that we should have had a long time ago. We felt like we, our kids needed joy and they just had to have joy. But if you take him and go get him some LA gears or some light up Superman shoes, trust mm-hmm. and believe he gonna love them fucking Superman shoes. So why mm-hmm. the fuck is we buy him shoes that he don't give a fuck about? You know, the funny thing is, Jordan is probably, I'm not gonna say it's the cheapest, but out of the bunch, it's probably the cheapest shoe that you're gonna get because the Yeezys cost way more. The um, age it's a whole lot of <laughs> like, and that, and that's a shame. But I'm not gonna say it's a shame. But yeah, listen. At the end of the day, I feel like our our, our thought process need to change. We need as as a people, we we not we don't see things the same, so we're not gonna understand the the same things. You know, the same things as one another. Um, but ultimately, the thought process amongst our people definitely needs to change, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it needs to change. So back to what you were saying, I think the uh, just the dynamic of that family becomes different because they're spending different. They want different things. And um, yeah, uh, I think that's the biggest part of it. And I feel like too, um, Black Black people are, we still in still, we still in survival mode. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are still in survival mode, but our survival mode is surviving to the next paycheck or surviving to make it to tomorrow. Or we just mm-hmm. gotta just just give it to a Friday. Whereas white people, they survival mode is like, okay, I need to make sure that my son is straight when he gets older. I need to mm-hmm. make sure his his accounts is on point for when you know when he gets older then we need mm-hmm. to set him up and teach him the, the resource give him the resource so that he can make sure his kids is mm-hmm. straight you see what i'm saying and then so it was like i went from riding with my tags dirty mm-hmm. to making sure that if i don't pay now bill my motherfucking life insurance policy get paid yeah, yeah. you see what i'm saying because mm-hmm. it's like I may not have all the answers and even, and even dying and leaving my kids with a lot of money may not even be the right answer, Mm -hmm. but I definitely don't want them to have. So I don't want finances to be a worry. And I feel like with a lot of black people, because we didn't have that type of 
upbringing financially that's why a lot of us value we our ignorance to a lot of the things that we value is what it is mm-hmm. because we don't really we don't know no better we ain't thinking about life insurance because we ain't thinking we gonna die mm-hmm. you so, know what i'm saying yeah so and another one of the mentalities is how about this one um okay oh, oh the white family or white couple might say you know what um we only got a thousand dollars left for the month you know we 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 can we can um, forget about, you know, well, we don't have to go out and eat this, you know, this month. We don't have to, you know, go on a date or none of this other stuff. We only got thousand dollars left. Uh, the black side may say, you know, we got a thousand dollars left. You know, I, I can make this stretch. I'm still, you know, we still gonna do some stuff. We can just make it a stretch. Mm, instead of going to roof, Chris, we can just go to something a little cheaper. And you don't really have to. Yeah, because the other shit can come up, and then next thing you know, you like, damn, that thousand is is now six hundred. Mm-hmm. Once you once you break a hundred dollar bill, it's gone. <laughs> I don't care. Once you break a hundred dollar bill, it is gone. Do you? That's hear why me? I hate carrying cash. It's gone. It's gone. I I got once once my bank account hit like two hundred dollars. Like mm-hmm. once that paycheck you down to two hundred dollars. Oh, I'm broke. I was broke before then. Like, I, if I get to a point where I got to start transferring money out of my savings, that's when I know I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I want my savings to stay at a certain amount, and I want it to grow from that amount. Mm-hmm. Once I start chipping from my savings account, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And then it's like, eventually, I'm going to have to be back at square one trying to put the money back that I borrowed from my savings and then still try to, you know what I'm saying, re-get my checking account. Man, it's a wrap. So I'm at a point now where I don't, if I don't got it, I just ain't got it, but I'm not going to my savings account. Like, I'm just not even going to do it. So here's another thing. Um, I had a homeboy ask me about a week, maybe two weeks ago. He's like, uh, yeah, man, some shit happened, bro. I just need $40 to borrow, man. Can, you know, I was like, nigga, here, you can have it. Like, but don't ask me. And I'm thinking to myself, like, don't ask me for nothing else. But he's married. And that's just, you know, and I'm a single person. But I think, and I think of that as if y'all supposed to be a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Like, between the two of y'all, y'all are both able-bodied people that can work. You know what I'm saying? But it, so was I, the wife, does the wife not work? I don't know, but I'll never subscribe to that. Um, oh, one person just do this and the other person work and try to, you know, provide you know pay all the bills for the house no because you can be for instance if you had a if you had a man in the house with you y'all living together y'all about to get married or whatever else if both of y'all working hell y'all can be double up doubling up on them house payments oh that's the goal any man that's what i'm saying but yeah but why but why does one person have to pay like oh i'm just hey you just pay all the bills uh, y'all can be doubling up on, on them house yeah. payments or doubling up. My, on some I, got a, I got a homegirl who's married and she told me that's what her, her husband do. Which makes a lot uh, of sense. They both, so she pays the mortgage and he pays the mortgage. Mm-hmm. So if your mortgage is $1,000 a month, they were paying $2,000 to, to, mm-hmm. to, to get the payments down because the goal is to get the house paid out. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like, that, and that's what I was saying. So when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, if the goal is to get the house paid off, let's both pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. We can both afford to pay the mortgage, let's both pay the mortgage. Or not necessarily paying it all up front that, you know, the first of the month, but 
All right, so today the 16th, the mortgage is due by the 15th for next month. Mm-hmm. Put 300 aside a week. Mm-hmm. Put 300 aside a week. You know, yeah. you see what I'm saying? So like when it when it when it all comes down to it, it all it, every partner, every group, every couple need to sit down and figure out what is the goal. My partner at work, his goal within his marriage is to get the kids to college. So his wife works, her job pays all the bills. Mm-hmm. He worked, his job puts the savings in the account for the kids' college. Mm-hmm. He said, Aisha, once I hit uh one, he I can't remember what his number was, but he said, once I hit that number, we good. Cause that's mm-hmm. the I'm only working to to put the kids through college. My mm-hmm. my, my my wife, she works and pays every and pays all the bills. Mm-hmm. My my money goes to a savings account to put the kids through college. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's like, the... Go ahead. So no, I'm go like, ahead. Hey, ultimately. Once y'all, once the household figure out what, what the goal is, mm-hmm. work off of that goal. Focus, stay focused on that goal. If right. I was to get into a relationship, my goal, or I'm hoping that my partner will see that the goal is to get the house paid off, get the kids situated with college, you know, make sure all the bills is, you know, all just the, the cars basics. paid off something. Everything, you know, but we're trying something. to get out of debt. So my goal would be to get out of debt. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, babe, let's both pay the mortgage. Right. See what I'm saying? Yep. All or right. you, or if we even if we go half, let's still be putting the other half. If if my mortgage is a thousand dollars, I pay five, you pay five, but let's both be contributing four fifty or five hundred to the savings account. Something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like ultimately figure out what the goal is. Mm-hmm. Whatever y'all sit down and say this is the goal financially or whatever, mm-hmm. work towards that goal or don't let nothing on the outside deter you from working towards that goal. Right. You know, the, the only thing I have that I say about the college thing is, um, is what happens if that child becomes 18, 17, 18 and say, hey, I don't want to go to college. Then you can use this money to invest in a business, but you need to find, you Damn. need to do something. But, but something. Yes, 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 yes. But does a lot of parents might be like, well, this money is for a cop. That kid, they might not even, that kid might not even get to touch that money. But you so, set the, you set the money aside for this kid to go to college. They right. they they decided not to go to college. So, are is that money going to be used into something that they want to do, that they want to start up? Um, hell, a car, something. I mean, what what? Because everybody ain't college material. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say everybody ain't college material. Everybody no, every, everybody not college material. Yeah, every, yeah everybody and don't care you about. You got college. people out I here mean, making they might be, dollars with no college degree. They might be smart as hell, and but just don't. I don't, I'm done with school. I want to do something else. Yeah. So like we, so I was just, my daughter has expressed to me that she want to learn how to do nails. And I was on social media and seeing um, this really popular nail tech coming to Charlotte this summer. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about getting her signed up to learn how to do nails through, uh, through the nail tech or, you know, through this little course that they got coming or whatever. Um, And if that works for her, you know, then she already have a craft that can make her money, whether she go to college or not. It can so start right now. I'm, I'm realistic. I'm being realistic when it comes to my kids. I want them to go to college because I feel like the college life is an experience within life that I feel like they should, they should right. go through. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cause I feel like that's the time where they can really find themselves, experience different things. You know, think I never got to experience college and campus life, and I wanted to so bad. Y'all don't know how bad I wanted to pledge. 
but whatever the case may be that's 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 a part of life that I want them to experience I want my kids to go to college but I'm also realistic I'm a single mother with four kids I there I'm I'm going to be making the money I'm making the money to put them through college I have to manifest that but once again if my kids decide you know mom I've been thinking I don't really want to go to college I want to I really want to do nails or I really want to do hair or I really want to get into something that I can just go to a little trade school and learn I'm okay with that mm-hmm. like I'm just being realistic I'm okay with that college is debt the goal is to not have no debt but I also don't want you out here flipping burgers either right you know I still want you to be able to make enough money where you can sustain yourself comfortably comfortably mm-hmm. not living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. but living you you got enough money to to spare that you forgot today was even payday right your money deposited into your bank account and you're not really missing a beat mm-hmm. you know that's what living comfortable means in my eyes it's not worried about how much my direct deposit gonna be double checking my account every 10 minutes and make sure i still got money in it shit like that that's what I mean when I say comfortably, being able to live comfortably. You can go to the store and buy groceries with cash and not be worried about it. Like, yeah. that's what I mean. So the my goal for my kids, what I want for my kids is for them to be able to live comfortably with whatever decision they decide to make with their life. Whether it be go to college or not, because you got college educated people out here struggling. You got people who ain't never stepped foot on a college campus doing the damn thing. You see what I'm saying? So most people I know doing the thing don't even got a college degree. See, I'm I know more people doing the thing that don't have college degrees than people that do have college degrees. So it's like it college ain't for everybody. And I'm not finna sit here and be one of them parents and say, oh, my kids have most people that go to college ain't even working in the field. In the field they they went to college in. Yeah. So you know, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I want my kids to go to college. I want them to experience that. But at the same time, I'm not tripping if they don't. I'm not tripping if they don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not tripping if they don't. So, yeah. I ain't tripping. If you don't want to go, I bet. What do you want to do? Because we need to have... Now, you're not finna not do nothing. Now, you ain't finna be no, oh, no, man. no sitting on my motherfucking couch wearing my furniture down no we're not doing that <laughs> we're not doing that but you're gonna do something absolutely right yeah you know you're not re- I, my kids ain't required mm-hmm. to leave at 18 but y'all de- that's at 18 that's the start okay you need to get a plan together mm-hmm. we need to get a plan together what exactly are we doing mm-hmm. you know should me you damn right yeah, so I ain't, I'm not finna sit here and say you can live at home. Hell no, you ain't. <laughs> Hell no, you ain't. You figured I ain't get your shit together because your mama got her shit together. I had my own apartment my senior year of high school. I got pregnant my senior year of high school. When I brought my daughter home from the hospital, she had her own room in my own apartment. I had, I, I didn't get pregnant till I moved out of my mama's house. This generation ain't us. They ain't, but my goddamn it, my chaps gonna know better. My no, Hell, we can't like like kid. M- most of these kids can't even stay at, stay at the house by themselves these days. Well, me growing up, my I, we I, me and my sister knew what to do at the house by ourselves. 
Okay. You knew where the food was. Knew like you knew not to answer that yeah. dough. Yep. None yep. of that. Yeah. Yep. yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this was definitely um, this was some good content. This is <laughs> I like how the conversation went from one thing to another to another, but it kind of also also stayed together. Um, mm-hmm. Reggie, it's never a dull moment. No, there's never a dull moment with you. Never. You always deliver like I know you will. So. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Did you want to touch on anything else before I bring this to an end? No, ma'am. Um, well, when you say touch on something, my my shot, you know, closing out. No, I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to like speak on anything else before we get to oh, the no. close out. No, 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 no. We good. We good. Okay. Well, so so with, yeah. So okay. with the Kevin with the Kevin Sanders thing, um, you know, um, just like you said with the uh you you mostly see snippets here and there and you as a content creator, you already know how that work and how that go. Um, yeah. People, uh, there's like thousands of people that don't like him, you know, that have formulated their opinion of him off of based a, on a 30 second clip. Yeah. Instead of saying, let me go watch uh 15, 20, 30 uh, hour of this and see why he thinks like that, why he feels this way. And you may say, okay, well, yeah, he has a point. It don't apply to me, but he has a point of the sector people that he may be talking about instead of just saying like, well, damn, he just don't like women all in, all in general. No, you may, that probably ain't the case. He's talking about a specific set of women, but um, I mean, that just, that's like life. Someone could take a clip of what's whatever you said on your platform and be like, uh, Aisha's a pick me. She don't, she, she don't like women either. She think women are, you know, mm-hmm. whatever else. And next thing you know, you know, so yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that. But I mean, I don't subscribe to a lot of his theories. I think he's dead on with some of the stuff he say. And I think he's way off with some of the things he's saying. Yeah. And then like a lot of people, I don't think they keep this in mind, but when it comes to what we see on social media, mm-hmm. he purposely, they purposely put certain content out to get the views. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I know that talking about sex is going to get people to like my podcast, guess what clip I'm finna put out? Something about me talking about sex. Mm-hmm. And then guess what that's going to make y'all do because y'all like talk, listening to stuff about sex. Run to my episodes to listen to the whole podcast. And guess what? You probably going to get five seconds of sex talk. Right. Five seconds. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of this stuff be, uh, they be fishing. They be they be uh clickbait, clickbait. Click That's bait. what I'm looking at. Clickbait. That's all it be is clickbait. Because mm-hmm. it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone to take, yeah, you're absolutely right. Just it's, to get that's all it is. They doing all they doing is putting a little bit out there to reel you in. And then you get to the conversation and be like, Well, hell, this ain't even half of what the this ain't right. really like you ain't even really talking about nothing. Yeah. Cause that's or, or, happened to me plenty yeah. of times. Or they'll formulate a whole show off of a 15 second clip that Kevin Samuel said or Bootsy or somebody else said a 15 a 15 second clip and do a whole hour show on just that 15 seconds and it could have been way more content in the whole 10 minutes that that person talked but you just talked about the 15 seconds and then you go back and listen to okay well let me see where Bootsy said this or where Kevin Samuel said this or where whoever said that and you're like damn like now you feel like, stupid yeah, because he yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. Absolutely. You know, and then yeah. 
Yeah, Start all of this. Listen, all of this is clickbait. Okay, mm-hmm. when it comes to me advertising this episode to get y'all to tune in, I'm gonna find either the funniest part of the conversation, the realest part of the conversation, the most controversial, controversial. part, of, part yeah. of the conversation, and that's gonna be what I sell y'all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's gonna be what I advertise to y'all, and y'all gonna buy, and y'all gonna come and listen to the whole episode. Now, I hope y'all enjoy all the content that I put out. I hope y'all enjoyed this entire episode, but that's just how content creators think. Mm-hmm. We all we gotta do is get you to the YouTube platform, yeah. get you to get you to watch the episode, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. We don't. They don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? Well, I do. They just gotta get you there. It yeah. be clickbait. Mm-hmm. Like I I follow this one lady on YouTube. Uh, she's a makeup artist. I fall for it every time. I don't even know why. But they'll take this unattractive woman and then they'll take like a beautiful picture of Rihanna, right? Mm -hmm. And the title will be like, watch this amazing transformation. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh shit, she finna make her look like dead? What? And I'll sit through an hour worth of fucking playing with crayons and makeup and the bitch don't look (laughs) shit like no motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. The woman don't look nothing like Rihanna, but I fall for it. I done fell for it at least four times. Mm. Four times I done sat and watched mm. the whole makeup tutorial and the woman don't look nothing like Advertising at the best. Advertising Listen. at the best. So it's like a lot of people have formulated their opinions on Kevin Samuels based off little clips we see on the Shade Room, Instagram, mm. or mm. it might even be a clip we hear somebody else on another podcast talking about. Yep. yep. And so that's where opinions come from. Mm-hmm. clickbait and then to have an opinion off of somebody whether it's him or anybody else off of a two-year three-year sample and just think that their whole life is just full of shit because of you know i know we i don't know this man or this woman or whoever else like 50 some years old like i don't like how can i say you know but whatever i mean what that's the society we're in is it's easier to hate somebody and love them. Like I could, I could tell you I hate you and don't even know you. But if I tell you I love you and I don't even know you, people would think like, damn, that nigga crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whatever. Well, I hope people know that. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's all it is. Is clickbait. Mm-hmm. But um. Anyways, at the end of the day, you know. Like I said, I definitely hated that for his mom having to find out through social media that her son passed. Um, My condolences to him and his family members or, you know, to his family. Um, That was very sudden, though. Like, that was way unexpected. We would have, I would have never expected that, but that's just how life is. Um, But yeah, you want to go ahead and shout your podcast out so that people can tune in? Yes. Once again, Reg, the prime minister wouldn't have to unapologize. Oh, oh, is that a new shirt? Not not really. I mean, it's I got a whole bunch of different colors. Wait, is that on is that for sale? It's white and gold. It could be. All I have is the hoodie. I need a shirt. Okay. I got you. you. I put on for y'all. Tell me your size. Tell me your size and color, and I got you. A large. Um anything white. Probably white with just a black word. I got a white and maroon one right now. I think it's maroon. It's a dark red. It ain't maroon, but yeah. We'll figure it out. But yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead and shout out your show. Reg Prime Minister, one half of Unapologetic the Podcast. Um, 
on all streaming platforms. Uh, IG, Unapologetic the Pod, all one word. Facebook, the same. I really don't deal with Facebook too much. But yeah, um, Aries Talking Sports, sports with a Z. And you can find us on all audio, not video, audio uh, platforms as well. And yeah, that's it. I appreciate you for having me on. You know, you're always welcome. You always my go-to. So anytime I want to get on this mic and don't want to talk to myself, just expect to see Reggie, okay? But y'all should already know that. We were a year and a half, two years in, a year and a half in, year Yeah, something like that time has flown. So yeah, they they know. But um, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and let y'all know now, with me on this journey of healing, the episode's going to come when they come, okay? And I just need y'all to be okay with that for right now. Just let me get through what I'm getting through. The episode's going to come when they come. But when they do come, y'all already know I'm going to bring y'all the best to me. So I won't have step. This episode was a little bit all over the place, but it definitely, you know, it was good. I really enjoyed the content on this one. Um, I definitely want to have the gender roles conversation again. Um, and I definitely want to have... Um, more you know what pause for a second i brought up the pick me comment because the girl said i was a pick me because i only had dudes expressing how they're how they feel on my on my podcast that's exactly what it was she was like i ain't never got no girls uh talking about how they feel and they views and opinions on different things you will pick me because all you deal with is the dudes and i'm sitting there like i advertise to everybody anybody everywhere if they want to be a guest on my show mm-hmm. the dudes make themselves available to me i hardly ever get women that are available to me to be on my show but we're not going to sit here and make like i don't have episodes with females it's just that females just don't make themselves available to me so y'all always at work y'all be at work when i be ready to record and i'm not mad at y'all for that but at the same time that, that was exactly what the conversation was about. The girl called me a pick me mm. because I'm always talking to dudes and agreeing with the dudes. I don't never have no girls <laughs> on the show. That was exactly what it was about. Mm. Um, but anyways, unpause. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get y'all this content when I can get it to y'all. Like I said, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank y'all so much for sticking with me. Um, Wednesday, all new episodes. I'm gonna get them to y'all when I'm gonna get them to y'all. Just if Wednesday, if it pop up, it pop up. If it down, it down. Okay. But with that being said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. What's up, you guys? It's Aisha D. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Make sure that you're right here with me every Wednesday where I'll give you new episodes where we're discussing any and everything involving the culture. Also, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.